Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the post-Halloween edition of Maction. I am your host, Mark Scafidi, and we have a bunch of games encompassing almost an entire week because Mac games are back on weekdays, and like in years past, I think we should go from the most recent games because this is now Thursday, November 2nd, and we'll go backwards um yeah, for the two weeks that there are that the games that they're saturday because that's almost a week old so everyone knows about the scores um from way back almost a week ago um hope everyone had a happy halloween uh, here on maction on the believe sports network we do have uh a big game two exciting finishes last night honestly they were they were really exciting games um i'm sure um, the Goodyear blimp going to a Kent State Mac game against Akron uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense, honestly, other than Akron is where Goodyear's headquarters is. And I, I think Firestone or Bridgestone Firestone. Um, I, I should, you know, I've, I've seen the buildings in Akron. Um, I know Goodyear's definitely there. Um, I did like the blimp. I, I did like the awesomeness of having the blimp there. Now, I don't know if, ESPN and the Mac or Akron or anyone was aware of what kind of crowd they were going to have, but the blimp showed amazing overhead shots of the stadium. That's great. It also showed that they had about 500 people at the game. I don't know if that's really the look that the um, Mac is going for, but it exposed the entire stadium at Akron last night for being completely empty outside of maybe, maybe that's generous 500 people. And I'm not counting the band because they had to be there. There were probably more band members at the game than there were fans. That's how tiny the crowd was. Um, I, I assume almost nobody, probably no one actually paid to get in. Um, but yes, the, uh, the blimp was awesome. It did show the devastatingly tiny crowd of how many fans were at the game. And the game nationally, all right, let's face it, meant absolutely nothing. Both teams had one win. They're terrible teams. They're both bad. So this was an even matchup all the way across. Um, they're playing for the wagon wheel, which is a rivalry in a trophy game. The two schools are very close to each other. I mean, everybody knows this. Um, outside of the wagon wheel and these two schools playing, you know, this is probably their last win. Both of them were playing basically for their last win of the year. And they're not going to beat most likely anybody else, either one of them. Um, Akron comes away with a 31-27 win. Um, it was exciting. The game came down to a massive... Uh, comeback by Akron 21 nothing comeback in the fourth quarter that's right Kent State maybe the bottom five team in the college football this year they've been terrible they hadn't scored they only scored 17 points they averaged no more than 17 points against FBS teams they've been absolutely terrible all season ha, was up I was watching the game I'm like wow they're crushing Akron this is amazing um Kent State hadn't done this to anybody all season and they're just beating the daylights out of the zips who just looked totally dead. Um, Tommy Ulatowski for the zip or uh, for the flashes had three touchdowns, 229 yards, 15 of 23. That's a good night. Under Cuffler, on the other hand, uh, for Akron. Now he was talking trash at the end. He was probably he let the um the five fans in the end zone know when he scored the game winning touchdown that he was happy. Um, 
he had 298 yards and two touchdowns. That's a heck of a night uh, for under Cuffler, who's not played well most of the games that he's been played. He hasn't played well this year. Um, don't want to, you know, don't want to get that guy. Like he's, you know, they, he had a great game yesterday. Let's give him credit for that. Uh, Lorenzo Lingard for the Zips. 22 carries, a buck six, one touchdown, 37-yard run. And it was weird. Like, Akron was just chunking out yards in the fourth quarter. It was um, really, really impressive to see the Zips come alive. Now, they came to life on a specific play in the third quarter with, wow, I want to say it was five. It was around 520, 515-ish in the third quarter. Um, I didn't at the time. Didn't know it. Uh, Krishan McCray, the Zips phenomenal receiver last night. Six receptions, 161, two touchdowns. 42-yard catch as well. He, from what looked like, it could have been a broken ankle. It could have been a high ankle sprain. It was a very bad injury. He left the game immediately. And at the time, Kent State was just cruising to a victory. So you're like, it's not that bad. Uh, he left the game. He's their best player. He left the game. He His season's over. I, I'm guessing, based on the injury and how bad it looked, I was watching live, and it looked bad. I mean, it, there's no other way around it. It looked pretty bad. Um, I thought, well, all the Flashes have to do is kind of run out the clock. They have one quarter. Akron is lifeless. I mean, they're not doing anything. So there, there was no, like, oh, they're going to win the game. Didn't see it coming at all. Kent State went into complete meltdown mode after that. It's like when he left the game hurt, their entire game plan totally went out the door and everything got thrown away. Uh, Akron took advantage of it. I got to give him credit. Akron looked terrible up until that point. I mean, they looked bad. They looked like they were getting beat up badly. Um, but Coach Joe Moorhead, who might get fired at the end of the year, this isn't going to save this one win, might not save his job. I mean, it's been two years and it has not been good. His two years have been terrible. I mean, the utter disaster if you you know by all accounts um nothing's really trending up for the zip so i don't know if he's gonna this this win will save his job for a third year i don't know um but last night akron give him credit they got the first wagon wheel back in akron since 2018 um so congratulations to the zips now the game outside of last night meant absolutely nothing to anybody anywhere and there were like 500 people at the game a heck of a game to watch, um, especially if you were cheering for the Zips. And congratulations, Akron, uh, Kent State. Wow, that was a tough one to lose. That was a tough one. Um, last night's other game, uh, Ball State versus um, Bowling Green. Bowling Green got the W and is going to a bowl game. I, I, they're not bowl eligible yet. I don't want to, you know, congratulate them on getting to a bowl win. Um but considering they need one more win and they have three games left to get it, and one of those games this week is against Kent State, I assume Bowling Green is going to get the W and go to a bowl game. So last night was a huge game for the Falcons. Uh, ball State is season-eliminating uh, game. Um, yeah, they're seventh loss. or 2-7. and seven. But the last two weeks, Ball State has played really well, considering what they played like before that. So... Ball State was in this game. Um, they just they just don't have a quarterback. I, I mean, I don't I don't know how else to say it. Um, Kyle Kelly, the Ball State quarterback who played last night, uh, 
they were in the game the whole time. Grant, he fumbled the ball in the first quarter, gave up a touchdown. He, not on that play, but Bowling Green basically got a free touchdown. So you take that off the board, Ball State wins the game. Ball State's defense came up uh, with two massive defensive stops in the fourth quarter. Now, I don't want to say Ball State was going to win the game with those stops, but let's assume they had a quarterback like Gabbard from Miami, or let's even go more ridiculous. So they had like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Ball State would have won the football game with a competent quarterback probably at the end of the game because – but. You would needed a quarterback who could initiate a drive. Uh, Kelly, <clears throat> who had 66 yards passing on the day, nine of 19. Uh, he doesn't really know how to throw the football very well. I mean, he's he's not a quarterback. He's a running back playing quarterback. Um, he rushed for 90 yards and two touchdowns with a 44 yard run. And he he was great at the at running the football. But when your team needs a score at the end of the game on a game winning drive, you can't have you're not going to win it with Kelly, barring a disastrous defensive, you know, mistake for Bowling Green, like a guy falls down covering the wide receiver, and the you know, balls the guy catches it and runs 80 yards for the touchdown. That would have been really the only way Kelly could have beaten you. But um, Ball State has played a lot better the last two games, and. Uh, their season now, they're not playing for anything anymore with the seventh loss. Bowling Green, you're going to get one more win. So Bowling Green fans, you're going bowling. Uh, Connor Bazelik, uh 128 yards. Not impressive. Again, these are, that's not good. Um, but it's good enough. You're going to get to a bowl game with numbers like that. So congratulations to the Falcons. Um, ball State moves on to play Northern Illinois next week. And Ball State can probably win that game. Um they're not playing for anything anymore. And I kind of thought for a, another week, Ball State was going to push off bull elimination in this game. Um, but you, Kelly was just so limited in what he could do on offense. I mean, it was it was rough to watch. I mean, because a competent quarterback, Ball State wins that game. Uh, with Kelly back there, you, you know, it's very, very hard to win a football game when you throw – when you guy can't throw the football. I mean, I don't know what, how else to say it. You're not going to win too many games when you can't throw the football, and they could not throw the football at all. So if you watch the Giants game last week, their quarterback, like they wouldn't let him throw the ball at all. So they were playing the Jets in one of the worst games. I mean, very entertaining, but one of the worst played games you might ever see in the National Football League, barring a preseason or like the end of the year last week 17 game or week 18 when two teams that are totally eliminated are playing. This was a mid mid season matchup between the two New York teams, and they put out one of the lowest quality games I've ever seen. But it was also so entertaining because they were equally as inept as each other. Um, the Giants quarterback and Zach Wilson are are were terrible, both of them. Um, but yeah, someone's got to win the game, and the, the Jets ended up winning. If you didn't watch, it's a it was super entertaining, but also as poorly played as possible. Uh, it's, that's, you know, I mean, that's kind of quarterback ball state throughout there, you know, a guy that just can't throw the ball and you're just not going to win games that way. Um, Tuesday nights, Toledo, best team in the Mac by far. They're eight and one, uh, beat Buffalo. Who's 
not going to go to a bowl game. I'm saying it right now. I don't think they're going to make it. They're, they have six losses. They need to run the table now, and I don't think it's happening uh, for the Buffalo Bulls. I don't think this is going to be a bowl, bowl win. Uh, Toledo's just the best team in the MAC at this point. Um, Daquan Finn, 176 yards. This was efficient. Uh, one touchdown, one pick. Um, Perry Boone, 125 yards on the ground. Um, I mean, uh, rushing. And Anthony Torres, uh, 84 yards um, in the air and one touchdown. So um, Toledo, I mean, I don't know what to say. They're the best team in the MAC. It's pretty obvious. Um, you're going to see them in Detroit. They're going to lock up the MAC West next week. Um, I think they play Eastern Michigan. I think I'll get to that in a second. Buffalo, I don't, I don't see how you're going to do a bowl game at this point. Um, it's just not likely. But uh, Toledo, the best team in the MAC, just you know, basically they wrap it up next week. They're still alive for the group of five spots in the New Year's Bowl game. I don't think they're going to get it because. Air Force, Liberty, and uh, somebody else is undefeated still. Um, but they're still eligible, I guess. Um, but I don't think they're going to get it unless all those teams lose. Um, somebody in the American is undefeated, I think, as well. So uh, it's not likely they're going to get a good bowl game, but the only way to keep yourself eligible for it is to keep winning. Uh, also, Tuesday night, we had... Uh, Northern Illinois at Central Michigan. Oh, the, yeah, that one was in the snow. The Toledo game was in the snow. Last night there was no snow at the games, but there was snow on Tuesday night. Miserable conditions out there. Um, it looked like Northern Illinois got beat by the snow in the first half. Um, they only had three points at halftime, and it was 24-3, to three, and this was looking like a complete annihilation um, by Central Michigan. Which, honestly, they hadn't played well the last couple of weeks, so I was re- kind of surprised Central Michigan came out like this and really just blew the pants off of NIU in the first half. Um, but Central Michigan got took their foot off the gas. Um, NIU scored 28 points in the second half. Central Michigan scored 13 points in the second half, and none in the fourth quarter. Um this was a huge game for the Chippewas because they're going to get to a bowl game now. They're five wins. Um, they're most. They're going to get one more win. I mean, it's that's what they're playing for. They're not really playing to catch Toledo. They're going to get get to a bowl game. Uh, Jace Bauer, 116 yards for Central Michigan. Uh, Marion Luke's rushing wise crushed it. 21 carries, 202 yards. 46 yard was his longest. One touchdown on the day. Uh, Jace Bauer rushing didn't. He almost rushed for as many passing yards as he had. Uh, 20 carries for 106 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. So the most of that came at the beginning of the game and through the third because they didn't do anything. in the they, they hung on for dear life because they assumed the game was over. Like I did too. I mean, at some point I was watching the game and I thought, NIU just, you know, they, you don't know what you're going to get out of them week to week. This was the same type of performance that they had pulled in the beginning of the year. Um, Central Michigan, you, you, they saved their season, basically, with this win because um, they're going to get one more win now. Uh, but give credit to NIU. They didn't give up. Um, and Terry Brown had 167 yards, uh, and they were 
they had no offense. I mean, no offense. They were just massively getting these massive chunk plays um, for a good chunk of the game, till the end of the game. They weren't really running drives. They were just, Central Michigan was just giving up 50 yards here, 60 yards there, 70 yards. Like Trayvon Rudolph, 170 yards receiving for NIU, 72 on, on one play. So Central Michigan was just like not playing defense at all in the second half. And it really didn't make any sense. Rocky Lombardi, for all of the problems he's had this year, and he's inconsistent as anybody. And he's a seventh-year guy. Um, he has been as inconsistent as you would think a freshman would be. Um, he threw for almost 300 yards. So he and Undercuffler from Akron both had 298. The difference is uh, Rocky Lombardi was basically in position to win the game on the final drive for NIU. He had three touchdowns on the game. Um, but he threw the game-ending pick, just like he did earlier in the season against Southern Illinois. So, I mean, it's hard to come back uh, when you're down as much as they were. And NIU just didn't look good for three quarter or for a half. Um, they didn't look good at all. And they haven't looked good for a bunch of games this season. But Rocky Lombardi, when the game was on the line, once again, he was trying to go for one of those game-winning drives to win it, and he threw the pick that ended it. Now, the the play before that, he threw an almost pick. So it wasn't like um, – it really wasn't like, uh, you know, he, he just got away with one. He, he just basically threw a pick to get the play before. So the very next play, he throws it, and he th- he ended the game with a pick. So um, for NIU, I don't think this really is going to determine their season. They need two more wins to get to a bowl game. That's all they're playing for now. They have two wins left, or two games left against Ball State and Kent State. If they can beat Ball State, they're going to get to a bowl game because Kent State's a gimme, most likely, at the end of the year. So I think mo- NIU's still going to get to six wins. But if Ball State beats them, I think they will. I don't think they're going to make it. If this is the biggest game of the year now for NIU this week, because the if they lost if they lose to both Ball State, they will be in major trouble. Um, I don't think they recover from that uh, mentally, knowing that one more loss eliminates them. So NIU, as long as you beat Ball State, you're most likely going to get the six wins. Uh, last week. Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan um, extended their season. I think they ruined Central Eastern Michigan season. 45-21 over the Broncos get the win. Western Michigan's not going to a bowl game. Um, and they probably knocked Eastern Michigan out of a bowl game, in my opinion. I don't think Eastern Michigan's going to get to six wins now. Um, so not great, not great for the Mac, because I think Eastern Michigan's going to give away a bowl spot now. Um, Eastern Michigan has not played well <laughs> at all lately, so I don't see them, you know, all of a sudden turning around and um, the trajectory going up for them. Uh, Miami of Ohio, in what I thought was going to be a kind of an Ohio win, uh, it turned out to be a Miami win, big thirty sixteen for the Redhawks. Now this is way back last Saturday, so um, they played without Gabbert, Curtis Rourke, three hundred thirteen yards. Did you, know, you should have beaten Miami? I mean. Ohio, they played without their best guy. So 
Uh, disappointing if you're a Bobcat. Three losses now, three and two in the MAC. Um, Miami has a two-game lead. You're not my Ohio's going bowling, and that's good enough. That's all you're playing for at this point. So that is last week, and now this week we are shifting gears to. Does everybody play next week on weekdays? I believe so. Uh, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Ball State, 2-7 and seven at NIU, 4-5. and five. Uh, This game is on CBS Sports Network, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know why they didn't list it. But, yes, it's on CBS Sports Network. Um, this, the, if you want to watch these games on ESPNU or CBS, Buff Streams is the best thing I've found. Uh, the quality is very high. There's no ads popping up. Buff streams for any NFL game you want to watch too is the way to go. Uh, you don't need to buy these packages. Buff streams works really well. Uh, this is the game of the year for the Huskies. They lose this. I don't think they're going to a bowl game. Um, ball state has nothing to play for other than the trophy that they play for. Um, it, it's a rivalry game, but it's not, I don't think I went to NIU. I, we never considered ball state rivals. I don't think the current guys, think Ball State's a rival. I don't think Ball State thinks NIU's a rival. They play for a trophy, but there's no hatred between these two schools. Um, and Ball State, yeah, maybe they want to knock NIU out of a bowl game. And it, they won't technically, but a win here, and I, I think the Huskies are done for the year. They'll still beat Kent State, but they'll probably lose to Western Michigan. Um, same night, Saturday, ESPNU, Central Michigan versus Western Michigan. Um, Central Michigan should get to win number six uh, on this one. Western Michigan, I believe this will end your season at three and seven. Uh, this is 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Look for the Broncos to go down and join the Ball State Akron uh, crew with the seventh loss. Central Michigan L- checks their bowl ticket, I believe, Tuesday night on the U. Um, Ohio at Buffalo, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, ESPN2, Tuesday night as well. Ohio, nothing to play for really here. Um, they're going bowling. They've got the six wins. They're not going to win the MAC East. Uh, Buffalo has everything to play for, but I don't think it's going to be good enough. I think Ohio is going to rebound after the Miami loss and knock Buffalo out of bowl eligibility as well. Um. I easily can see two MAC teams joining the seven loss club on uh, Tuesday. I think uh, Ohio and uh, Central Michigan will get the W's. Joining the bowl crowd is Central Michigan and Buffalo and Western Michigan joining the bowl ineligibility crew on Tuesday night. Wednesday, November 8th, Bowling Green at Kent State. This is a gimme. If you don't win this one, Bowling Green, you don't deserve a bowl game. Bowling Green, you're five and four. You got to win this game. Kent State's one of the worst teams in the country. I don't want to say it out loud, but they are. Um, this is a must win for Bowling Green, and you will join the Bowl crew on six win plateau. Um, I assume that's CBS Sports Network. Um, doesn't say the time. Uh, ESPNU, Akron at Miami. 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. This is a gimme for Miami. Best team in the MAC East versus one of the worst teams in college football. Akron comes back down to earth uh, at Miami. And uh, Miami approves to 8-2 and two on the season. Also, Wednesday night, we have Eastern Michigan at Toledo. Now, this is where the problem for Eastern Michigan comes in. 
They have five losses. I believe this is going to be loss number six, putting them at four and six. Toledo is going to be nine and one after the season. I definitely think Eastern Michigan is going the wrong direction, and Toledo looks like they are going to get that ninth win of the season uh, next week. So uh, they are six games, two on, three on Tuesday and three on Wednesday. Um, two teams will be bowl eliminated, and I predict two teams are going to join the bowl crowd, Central Michigan, Bowling Green, are going to be bowl eligible after next week. Um, that is kind of uh, it. We will do another recap next week for everybody because um, we are now a doing week weekday uh, recaps and previews. Um, at least we don't have games spread out from Saturday until basically thursday so all the games next week are going to be in the same general area of tuesday and wednesday so enjoy your college football weekend this week without mac games um there's a usc versus washington or oregon game i think this week um that might be the biggest game of the week uh, notre dame clemson's also on this week and I don't know. I guess I guess that's about it. I am uh, going to see hopefully everyone back here next week uh, with a two new bowl eligible teams, which will bring us up to I believe five bowl teams, and uh, possibly getting six is my guess. Well, next week will be big for NIU and Eastern Michigan. So um, I believe we're going to have five, possibly six bowl teams in the MAC. Um, I'm going with five right now. That's my guess. Five. Um, and we'll be at, no, wait, no, six. We already have three, two more next week's five. I think we're going to get six. If, if NIU beats Ball State, we'll have six. That's the guess. Um, have a great weekend, everyone. Hope you enjoyed Halloween. We are now in Christmas season. If anybody's listening and you want to watch Home Alone, it is on Freeform, and Christmas movies are back on TV starting Friday, November 3rd. I can't wait because I love watching Christmas movies, so hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Uh, Elf is on in the apps, and Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, Christmas Story, they're all back. So if you like that kind of stuff, you don't want to watch college football, you got Christmas movies now. So enjoy the weekend, everyone. I will see everyone back here on the Bleed Sports Network uh, for another episode of Max. And we only have three games left in the regular season, folks. Three games. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.